Welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do your thing. How are you? There it is. Okay. There I thought, it is. I, kind of forgot, I, don't know, I forgot to go first. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. So, Spider-Man comes out this weekend. Uh-huh. For us to see. Yes, we have not seen it yet. We will we see it this weekend. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see it. We'll see it sometime. I'm sick yeah. it's Sunday. Yeah, whenever. I don't care. I've got no no plans, so. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get out there and check it out, because I'm hearing good things about it. Uh-huh. Or at least. I'm trying to stay away from the reviews. I don't want to know. Okay, I haven't heard anybody, actually. I just heard Pat talk about on his podcast today, but some of the reviews, people are being very good not to spoil anything. Well, that's good. But they're saying that it's a nice homage to all the 20 years of Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man. And uh, I don't know, I was like, 20 years? The fuck? Right. And then we all wish we were dead. <laughs> and then we all yeah, wish we jump off right. a fucking roof. Because it'll be, it'll, next year will be, yeah, 20, 20 years since the, the original Spider-Man came out. Yeah. We've been, yeah. We've been dealing with this shit for that long. Oh, I know. Yeah, I um I haven't looked at any reviews. I, I don't want to know. I'm I'm I have my suspicions, but I have no proof of anything. Obviously, I just want to be surprised. I don't. Yeah, I mean, so whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go ahead and go into it. I did see some premiere photos where you know they were all at the premiere. Zendaya wearing this amazing dress. Yeah, I saw. Just yeah. with the spider webs on it, itty bitty tiny titties, just like legs for days. Like man, some girls got all the luck. It was great. She looks great. So uh, we love that. And uh, yeah, that, that's about it. That is all I know about Spider-Man. And Kumail Nanjiani was there wearing a great suit. Oh, that's right. I did see that picture. There was a picture of Kumail Nanjiani there. And the suit he was wearing was fucking banger. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was like a really sweet suit and a matching shirt. And I was like, that's a suit. Yeah. That's a fucking he suit. He dresses really well. He does. He has a lot of really great suits. Yeah. Uh, he must have a stylist, I'm assuming. But still, they're, they're putting him in sweet-looking fucking suits, mm. and it just makes me happy. Doing a good job. I'm always talking about suits. Yeah. It's my thing. Yeah, you like men's clothes. I do. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so there's that, and... Well, we did... Speaking of Spider-Man, we did, you know, because we had movies is talking about talking about the original Spider-Man, mm. so we actually ended up watching that. Yeah. It, and, it had uh, been a while since I'd seen it. Yeah. Um, I did see it in the theater when it came out. Uh, and then when I was, we were watching it here and I, I turned to Sean and I was like, oh, you know what I like about this one? I can actually see what's happening. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's brightly lit. And I can tell who's hitting who. There's like no glop. Yeah. No, uh, that was nice. That was a, a very nice throwback. To nicely, nicely, Brit, nice, uh, lightly Brit, brightly lit. Lightly Brit? Lightly Brit. So slightly British? Is so, that what so you're trying to say? Hello. It's yeah. lightly Brit, like like Madonna after she's lived in England for a couple of years. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, original Spider Man, you know, still a banger. You know, just a just a great movie. You know, just yeah. a great movie with some iconic imagery, and uh, you know, it was back. And the thing is, though, too, was back when we were before we were spoiled. You know, with Spider Man movies and uh, just superhero movies in general. Yes. So you know, and it was one of those. It was actually kind of nice to watch that movie, and then the credits rolled. And then I didn't stop watching the movie because you don't have to sit there and wait for like That's right. all sorts of things. There going weren't on. nine thousand after credit scenes. Yeah, it was just the end of a movie. That was nice. I remember those days. Yeah, I was uh, I was surprised. I was I was, I was actually kind of like I was. It took me a minute to like adjust to that. Yeah. When the movie was over, and I was like, "Do I have to wait? Oh no, I don't." Yeah. So, 
yeah, no, it's a, it's a good movie. Um, it's on Peacock. And speaking of movies, I finally got around to watching a movie called The Curse. Mm-hmm. And it's something I've wanted to see for a long time. Yep. It's it's actually it was great because I you know I don't check my real the real good app yeah. like all the time but sometimes you go back and check it after a while and you see like all these movies that are actually up in this queue uh-huh. that are like available on your services that you that you list yeah and you uh, you know you're able to you know check them out for free or whatever and or if it's on your service and I really wanted to see this movie The Curse because I remember it back when like it came out. Like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and it was like one of those like it's like a lower budget horror. Movie. It's like The Gate. Like the oh, one, yes, which uh-huh. we, I yeah. don't know if we ever talked about The Gate. It's yeah. a very Canadian movie. I think we have. We've definitely talked about The Gate. Yeah, because uh, I was I was questioning the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So we so there's The Gate, uh, and then there's also like The Curse, and the, the Curse. It's filmed here in the United States, uh-huh. but there's something very Italian about it. Was it directed by an Italian? No, but I feel there's Italian money. Oh, that's possible. The director actually was David Keith, mm. who we last saw watching. Uh, he was the lead, the man, the lead guy in uh, Firestarter. Okay, okay. And I, I didn't realize he directed that movie. Um, but the gate, okay. So the curse is it's got Will Wheaton in it. That's right. Very young Will Wheaton and his sister. Is it his sister? It's like Anna Wheaton was also in the credits. Yeah, I don't know if that's his sister, though. I assume it's his sister. I'm assuming. Don't know if that's right. Let's assume. Let's just, yeah, let's assume. Let's not do any research to answer this question. <laughs> let's not refer to IMDb and if the millions only, of sources. If only I had some sort of device in which I could look up this information. Yeah, right. He was, he was in this, and actually, he this movie came out like right when TNG, mm-hmm. Star Trek TNG came out. Yeah. So obviously, he was in that. Yeah, and uh, he they kind of make made a big deal about it. it's like I'm starring, you know, Will Wesley's, Wheaton, Will Wheaton from TNG, and he's just playing like there's this wiener kid. Yeah, who uh, the premise is that he's a wiener kid. He's a wiener kid who's got a Bible thumping stepdad played by Claude Akins. Yeah, AKA they live Sheriff in like Loba. a farm. Yeah, they live in a farm, and uh, and uh, he's got a, he's got a grimy stepbrother. Uh-huh. And uh and he's also got his, he's got farm hand. Farm hands of mom and the mom is horny for Claude Akins and he doesn't want to have sex because the women can't make advances. Yeah. Because the Bible said so. And I don't think it says that in the Bible. It's in the back. Oh, is it in the back? Yeah. <laughs> is that where I missed it? That's where all the stuff is that people were referenced. It's in the back. <laughs> it's in go, the back. You go to the I back, go to the last page, and it's like, oh, it's there. Cannot come on to husband. Oh, okay. There it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, found it. He um he, he so she so she goes and has sex with the farmhand, and uh, which amounts to nothing actually. I could have sworn it. I figured that was going to come to so much more, and apparently no. Well, I mean Claude Akins because there's like a isn't there a meteor? Well, well that's the thing. I'm, I'm, kind, I'm kind of like just, uh, I'm kind of burying the lead of the actual <laughs> movie because is that why you picked the book we're going to read today? Oh no! It just happened to be a meteor in it. Oh shit! Yeah, no, that's actually kind of ironic. It's just, just happenstance. Look yeah. at look at the synergy. Yeah. We're going to talk about a book with a meteor in it. Yeah. So he, uh, so uh, there's a meteor that comes from uh, that comes from space, buries itself in the, on this property where Will, Will Wheaton is. It starts like melting and like leaking into the soil, and then, and, it, and it affects the water. Uh-huh. And people that drink the water, like 
slowly go like do they start getting like boils on their face they start going insane uh-huh and uh and like will Wheaton's like i'm not drinking the water because i think this because i know that this, there's something wrong with it yeah <laughs> he's like you know and everybody's like yelling at him to eat you know drink the water and you know he and his sister don't drink the water and uh you know but then the but the water you know but the the meteor starts like decaying everything and just makes the fruit makes the fruit all big but there's worms inside of it yeah and like you know, it was like the mother like cuts open like a like a tomato and just bleeds on her. Oh, like that's right. <laughs> no, it doesn't just bleed on her. It like spurts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like somebody has a fucking hose in that tomato. It just squirts in the fucking face for like five minutes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and um, <laughs> there's no way it could hold that much tomato juice. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of blood in that tomato. It was, it was impressive. Um, Do you was, remember the Simpsons episode to, with the tomato? I think that was like one of the late, it's like the middle series. Yeah, yeah, it's towards like the, you know. Do you remember that? No, I remember it, yeah. I, sometimes when I bring up that episode, people don't know what I'm talking about, and I feel like I had a fever dream in which there was a Simpsons episode where they had a farm and they grew a plant that was a cross between tobacco and tomatoes. Mm. And then all the animals like attacked them at the end. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm the only person who remembers Sounds this. mildly funny. There was like some good moments in it. Probably. But for some reason, the Tamako episode always sticks in my head. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I know. I've, I remember you talking about it, but I don't remember. After, I don't remember ever actually seeing it. See? But I do believe you. I feel like maybe I made it up. Yeah, maybe you did. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. So I make a lot of things up. <laughs> you know? I'm sure it's real. It has to be real. I could not have had that detailed of a fever dream. Oh, yeah, but there was something in this movie. I'm trying to think. There was something. Re- There's a lot of ridiculous things in the movie. Um just a lot of uh, people getting possessed. It's funny because his mom, Will Wheaton's mom, like she's the one that like gets like really fucked up by all this stuff. Uh-huh. And like <laughs> at the end, like the house is collapsing. He's like, I have to go save my mom. And he goes in the basement. His mom's just like a puddle. <laughs> and she just goes, Bleh. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got to yeah. save my mom. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a pretty wild movie. Uh, and I would, uh, it's, it's, it's got a cool poster. It's one of those like, it's like, like a demon hand, like holding the house uh-huh. up, like through the ground, and then like Will Wheaton's face is on the side. Uh-huh. Uh, also, it's based off an of H.P. Lovecraft story. Which one? Uh, the one that Color Out of Space, which actually they remade that movie recently with Nick Cage. Mm, I think I don't know if I remember that one. Yeah, but uh, it's I, I just well, I just learned it, learned that when I was reading it up reading up about it. But um, yeah, the curse. Yeah, it was neat. on Hulu. There's some there's something else that's bothering me that I was like I wanted to talk about that was really absurd, but it's pretty it's a pretty fun movie. Yeah. And I think that's all I got for now. Is unless there's anything else we want to bring up. Did you, I know you were pretty happy last week with your SVU? I actually just had to do a quick correction because I was so angry last week on the podcast. I was yelling about Law and Order like old people do. And I actually everything I thought was going to happen did not happen. So I was wrong, which I said in my review, I was wrong. So that's all I wanted to say. I was pretty happy about it. I will say that Sean actually put down his iPad to watch organized crime because he could not believe what was happening. Oh, because it was ridiculous. I shouldn't have been <laughs> laughing, but I thought was- I was laughing. Uh, a girl died and we both laughed. I mean, <laughs> but, because it was unnecessary. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so I was wrong. I had a good time. Um, that, I mean, that's really about it. 
Yeah, let's take a break and we'll come back with the book for this week. Jeff and Rick present Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, where we journey through each issue of the most underrated Marvel series of the 80s while drinking beer, analyzing awesome and amazing adolescent adventures, and absorbing alcohol. We got kids with powers, we got villains with attitude. We got superhero guests, like all of them from the Marvel Universe. We have thematically appropriate beer reviews. We have good jokes and bad song parodies. One stop for all your Power Pack pod-pleasing procurements. And we got alliteration. Find Unpacking the Power of Power Pack wherever fine podcasts are played costumes on all right we are back here in our worst collection ever with our book for this week it is metal men volume two question mark uh number one from october 1993 i'm assuming it's volume two because it's from the 90s and it's not the original series uh-huh. so let's call it volume two but it's the midi series a midi series from the from the early 90s mm-hmm. and uh before i start i want to give a shout out to if you're new to the show, hi. Um, if you're, you you may came from uh, comic books, the Bronze Age uh, Facebook group because I posted on there our episode from last week because it was a episode. For, it was a book from the Bronze Age, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just trying to find places to post the show. You know, see if people check it out. And uh, this my my I just posted like the description I put on Twitter, uh huh, and the picture of the comic. Yeah. And I got like 146 like like comments. Not comments, but like likes and mm. like a whole bunch and actually a lot quite a few comments. Well, most of them were like this is a great book. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, somebody was like somebody was like man, I like to see what you uh what you guys uh think is horrible. And I was like and I was like uh I was like Guy Gardner, mm-hmm. which uh I think people appreciated. Yep. But uh yeah, no, I mean if you're new to the show, I mean, you know, we Hello. talk about comics and we just beat them up. Because our collection is pretty bad. It's pretty shit. I mean, I mean. We have nothing of any value. I mean, we do. Do we? We we do. I mean, there's books over there that are somewhat worth money. Like $2? No, there's the ones in my dad's books. $3? They're worth more than that. $4? (sighs) But they. I am the only person who thought that was funny. (laughs) Sean is just over it. I'm over here giggling. Um. But yeah, no, they, uh, we, our books are, you know, mostly just dollar store fare, you know, dollar, dollar bin fare. Why? Five? (laughs) (laughs) You're just popping yourself at this point. I'm having a good time. That's all right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they, uh, yeah, we, we just, our books are just, you know, they're not a model or lame, you know? Yeah. Yeah, We just talk about them, but sometimes we like them, sometimes we don't. But, you know, and sometimes there's good stuff in there mm-hmm. to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll talk about anything because that's the fun of it. You know, because a lot of comics are just absurd. Actually, that's what I wanted to I, – I, well, something I did want to bring up. Um, I've been doing a lot of reading on my DC app, but also I, I re-upped my membership to the Marvel app. Uh-huh. So I've been reading through uh, Acts of Vengeance, the crossover from like 89-90. So I've just been reading through that, and I've been enjoying it greatly. Because it's something I've always wanted to check out, and uh, there's majority of the books are on the app. Not all of them are on there for some reason. They should all be on there, but it's kind of like WWE Network, where like they have access to so much content, but not everything is on there, even though it should be. Sure. I mean, it's been around long enough where you just have some jabroni just uploading stuff, you know, and just get it done. But they have most of these books on there, and uh, it's pretty wild because like you know, Acts of Vengeance is basically like. Loki under some disguise of I forgot what his guy his character's name is, but he's like disguised himself and he's like, Hey, super villains, 
why don't we all get together and like try to like kill the superheroes, but instead of like just fighting the superheroes we normally fight, we'll have uh, our we'll, we'll switch like superheroes. So like you know, Hobgoblin fights Doctor Strange and like Juggernaut fights Thor or whatever. So there's like different you know matchups, and I'm reading a lot of this Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man stuff, like Spider-Man just became a cosmic hero for some reason. Like he got zapped. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised I haven't done this in the movies yet, which I'm sure they probably will at some point. But uh, so he's, he's he's a cosmic hero. And then also like. Maybe that's what happens in this movie. No, maybe. Yeah. I mean, and, and also Doctor Strange goes on like an Art Bell show. Okay. Gets attacked by Hobgoblin and it's it's pretty wild. And uh, what's to impress for? For like, because somebody wrote a book about him, and he wants to go on there and talk about the book and kind of be like, "Hey, I'm," because he he tries to put put off that he's not really Doctor Strange, even though he is. It's it's wacky. Okay, it's like so he dresses up as a different person. I don't know. I can't remember. I think he actually shows up in his costume. Well, then how is he still? I'm not Doctor Strange. I'm just cosplaying as him. Because he's Doctor Strange, but he's not like Doctor Strange Mystic Arts. He's like Doctor Strange Surgeon, but used to be a surgeon or whatever. But he's wearing a fucking cape. I don't know. There's only two types of people who wear capes. Magicians and goths. That's true. And and you have to be one or the other. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, maybe he's he's a secret goth. I don't know. I can see Doctor Strange being a secret goth. But I have, if you follow me on Twitter, um, I do post a lot of pictures from these books I read, which, because uh, it's been easier, because, like, if I'm on the app, I can just screenshot it and, like, post it to Instagram or Twitter or whatever. So you get to see all these wacky panels. Uh, and I also read this one. I wanted to bring it up because I've been reading, I was reading through the Invasion storyline, and I haven't really been, I haven't really kept up on it because it was kind of, like, depressing. Uh-huh. Because it's like basically like aliens being like fuck Earth, and like, I don't know why that's depressing. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's because I just read Legends, and it's about like society like freaking out over superheroes and like people kind of getting into like a like a like a panic, uh, and then like that's one where the kids show up and the kids are like, "Don't fight the superheroes." Oh yeah, with because the, they wrote themselves into a corner. They they, they totally did. Yeah, but in the invasion one, you know the alien. It, 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 I read this Flash one, and I kind of want to do this for the show, but it's kind of it's kind of sad, but it's also kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Where like the Flash, like he's in his apartment with his mom and like his crew, and the police come in and say, "Hey, everybody in this building is being evicted because they haven't paid their ta- paid their rent." The Flash, so like he gets like kicked out of this building, and like his crew is like, "All right." Uh, so I'm going to, we're going to go like away and fuck you flash, fuck your, fuck your, fuck you flash bomb where, you know, so they don't know where they're going to go. And the flash like runs to the guy, to the landlord's house. The landlord goes, Oh geez, I forgot to like fix this. So I'll fix it by tomorrow or whatever. So he's on the street and then he, you know, with his mom and they're like, well, he's a flash and he needs to eat because yeah. he's, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a speedster. Yeah. So he needs to go. So they go to a restaurant and all of his credit cards won't work. Because he ate them? No. Oh. But it would be funny if he did. But no. He, <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. Um, no, he, uh, his credit cards won't work and he's like having these hunger pains uh-huh. and his speed isn't working for some reason. Does and, he cannibalize someone? No, but he goes up, he starts like panhandling. This is only like over like one what night. He just fucking steals something. 
he tries, he goes up to like a, like a, like a, like, and everybody's just like, <laughs> like walking by him. And it was like some little girl's like, Bob, look at derelict, you know? And, and then, and then he goes up to like a hot, like a, like a pretzel vendor. And he's like, Hey man, I'm not trying to be one of those people, but like, can you like give me a pretzel? And he's like, here you go. You bum. And he throws it on the floor and on the ground and like the flash eats it. Of course he does. <laughs> and then he, then he shares a chocolate bar with a homeless man and then the aliens come. And so then everything's okay. After that, like it gets, you know, then everything gets, Oh, that's right. And then he abandons his mom for some reason. Cause he goes to like find some, he goes, he goes to talk to the landlord and he comes back at the land. His mom's gone. And his mom is like, fuck you, son. It's, it's a really, it's actually like not very like superhero. Like mm. it's just very, it's one of those books where you're just like, did you guys just like forget to write a superhero thing in here? Yeah. Just wanted to write him being a hobo. Talking about their own personal problems about the time they tried to get a pretzel and the pretzel vendor threw it on the fucking ground. Yeah. They're like, this is going to happen in a flashbook now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Cannibalism yeah, was... would have been a better story. Was it? Cannibalism would have been a better story. Oh, that would be great if you just run around taking bites of everybody. Yeah. It's just like, dude, I, I have to keep my blood sugar up. And he's just like chomping on some guy's fucking elbow. Just like gnawing on it. Yeah, he just goes. He just he just goes by like he bites everybody like a corn on a cob. Like, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, like, I like that a lot. It's like oh, no, it's just, just some random guy standing at a fucking crosswalk. He's like gnawing on his leg. He's getting. Uh, He'd be like that that toe bandit or whatever. The fuck. Toe sucking bandit. Yeah, whatever the fuck that thing was. Well, the Flash would be so good at being a toe sucking bandit. He just like super like. Oh, Halloween three, nice. Yeah. Um, he'd be like a super like uh, toe sucker. That'd be so gross. All of a sudden, your toe would be wet. Oh. <laughs> So guy, I did step in anywhere. Oh no, it was the Flash. That's how I'm gonna believe it from now on. Anytime I'm secretly moist, secretly moist. <laughs> or anytime I'm suddenly moist. Are, are you just like walking around and like all of a sudden this part of me is moist? Is that is that a, <laughs> a common occurrence in your world? I'm a dude. We're gonna get sweating. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> But uh, These weird male bodies. <laughs> anyways, if you're new to this show. Hope you enjoyed all that, all this tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. Let's get to our book again. It is Metalman, uh, number one from October 1993. And I believe I kind of did actually did a little bit of research because I was trying to figure out like where the Metalmen were at around this time. Mm-hmm. And I think aside from like an issue of like Justice League Europe, like mm-hmm. they haven't really done much like bef- since Crisis. Yeah. So they've kind of been out of it. And I feel like this was just a thing that they were doing to uh, see if people wanted the metalman again. And uh, I think that it didn't work because yeah. <laughs> they didn't, you know, they only had a miniseries. And then I think, I think they had another ongoing a couple of years later, maybe another miniseries. And uh, now they just kind of show up. Yeah. But uh, my dad loved the metalman. Can I ask a question about the metalman? Sure. So are they robots made of, Different metals, or are they just like sentient globs of metal? No, the robots made out of specific metals that have our, our Doctor Magnus has somehow engineered to be able to take on the properties of the metal. Take on the properties of metal and I was themselves. Because I that's what I thought they were robots, but then like Mercury in this, he just like literally splots himself. Well, because he's Mercury. He's yeah, but Mercury if he's like, a robot, doesn't he need some sort of Gears and structure and sp- I'm confused. I don't know enough about. That's the why me- I'm like, oh, maybe it's just a sentient blob of metal. Right. That makes sense because then he could do whatever. But I don't know. No, I don't think they're sentient. I think there's some sort of. 
I don't understand like how Like engineered uh, device or whatever. Yeah, I don't understand it. That, uh, yeah, Dr. Magnus created, and I don't really know much about them. I know my dad used to love the Metal Men. Mm-hmm. Like, when I got his comics, he had a lot of Metal Men. Yeah. And uh, and I was, I was always kind of uh, amused by that. Yeah. Because it's like a very, like, niche, like, superhero. Well, you got that from your dad. You guys both like weird, obscure superheroes. Yeah. That yeah. nobody else cares about. Yeah, nobody, not really many people care about the middlemen. Yeah. But uh, they did have in a miniseries in 1992 uh, from the team that killed Superman. Sweet. So. So the people who wrote the death of Superman. Right. Uh, Dan Jurgens and uh, Mike Carlin and uh, Brett Breeding. I know Dan Jurgens was a part of it for sure. Yeah. Uh, although when I first read that, when I first read that. You thought the Metal Men killed him? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, did the Metal Men kill Superman? I don't remember that. They f- became Doomsday by basically like Voltroning themselves together. Which they can do. Yeah, that would have been a fun story. They do, they do, yeah, they do do that. Yeah. Um, apparently they, I, I learned, I, I, I kind of caught up on the Metal Men and apparently they have an option to conglomerate mm-hmm. and become alloy. Okay. And that's like their Voltron form or some sort. Oh, I see. Why so, did they do that in this book? I don't know. Maybe because okay. they didn't just do it yet. I don't oh, know. okay. There's, there's, it's, it's, men are wacky. That's true. They're wacky. So anyways, on the cover here, we've got, uh, it's a foil cover. Yep. So it's nice and shiny. It is nice Very and Very 90s. But actually, I kind of like, this is kind of like a nice, I kind of like looking at it. Yeah, it's I really, nice. I really do enjoy it. It does look nice. And uh, the metal men are in the midst of uh, like a battle with Dr. Magnus who is shooting at them. And Platinum is, just has her head like knocked off. Yes. Which uh, is, is kind of fun. And uh, yeah, he's just shooting holes into all the metal men. And uh, on the bottom it says, Doc Magnus made them. Only he can destroy them. Uh-huh. So we start off with... Uh, a meteor. A meteor. It's coming to Earth. It's on its way. And there's people who are noticing it. So you get all these little light boxes. Right. It's the Australians. Ah, uh, the Australians are like, oh, no. They actually do say shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah. In this fucking thing. Because apparently. That's all the Australians That's all talk. Australians say. And that's not a knife. This is a knife. It's like, hang on. Maybe if you give me a Foster's, <laughs> I'll be able to figure out this meteor. How horrible is it? Like. I I feel bad for the Australians. Like we we know three things about them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I literally know uh, Americans in general know three things about Australians. Paul, well, four. Paul Hogan. Well, that's what I mean. You you got that's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah. Throw a shrimp on the Barbie. There's a place called Outback. Oh, that's which true. we've also turned into a steakhouse. Kangaroos are terrifying, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Those are the things that we know. Oh, also, you guys have all the bugs, and what the fuck is that? Like, that's all we know about Australia yeah, I don't as stupid-ass Americans. I don't know anything about, like, their sports. I don't know anything about their television. I assume they play rugby. I did watch Drag Race Down Under, so I know that they have that. Oh, yeah. They have uh, a drag scene. Also, they had uh, some New Zealand queens come over. Okay. So that oh. was a thing, too. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I don't know much about Australia. I actually would like to go, but be like in the city so I don't get like murdered by animals. Well, we can't go to the outback. Yeah, I don't we know. would get lost and die. No, I don't want to be. I don't want to end up like that. 
No, we would have to go to one of the cities. Uh, I would like to go too, but apparently, very long plane ride. Oh, yeah, because you're flying... To the ass end of the earth, Ass basically. end of the earth, yeah. <laughs> but yes, I would like to go to Australia myself. Mm. That'd be nice. The Australians are like, good day. Where's the... Uh, the meteor's the, coming. meteor's coming. Wait, it's going to hit America. Neat. <laughs> well, they, they, they're they going to hit America and they're, and they're like, come on, man. I wish it would hit, would hit here. Why? Why? Because they're they, they saying that they're like, well, you know, they say in the one of these people, one of these guys says like, well, you know, it'd be great if it hit here because Americans get everything else. Like they had Superman dying and coming back, you know, and then they, you know, whatever. So we never get anything cool. So we should but get. You the, don't want the giant like life ending meteor to hit your continent. I don't think it's that big of a meteor. It, it turns out not to be that big of a meteor. I don't think they, I think mm. they just want to have a, just a meteor. Oh, it's not like, you know, like, like I a mean, Armageddon sized meteor. They don't really need a meteor. You know what I mean? Like Australia has enough weird shit referencing the bugs I mentioned They're earlier. feeling left out. They've got koalas mm. that apparently are have riddled with chlamydia, terrifying kangaroos, mm-hmm. and a bunch of fucking emus who literally won a war against their government. So they have tons of shit. Mm-hmm. They don't need a meteor. Well, they want one. Okay. They want one and that... But they're not going to get it. They're not going to get it because instead of hitting Australia, it hits New Jersey. They just showed this random family... Just watching the news. I just, I'm sorry. I just remembered. I totally forgot to mention this earlier. I don't know why New Jersey made me think of it. Spider-Man premiere. Uh-huh. Jared Leto went. Yeah. Dressed as Paolo Gucci. Really? Yeah. Did he talk like Paolo? I wonder if he just walked around like I Paolo I don't Gucci? know, but he had the makeup on and everything. Is he insane? Uh, 100%. That dude's whack. <laughs> he, I don't know. What did he, is Did he realize that, that his, that's not the movie he's, he's in? Maybe he went to show his sketches. He, oh. wanted, <laughs> he wanted to show his sketches to Peter Parker. That sounds like that sounds like Sean Young going to uh, was it uh, Tim Burton's house or something dressed like Catwoman? Oh yeah, is is she the one who was like walking around the lot in the cat? Yeah, 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 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. that kind of that's that kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, but, but it's not a fun kind of crazy. It's kind of like no, hey man. It, no, it's it's a real weird one. Yeah, it's a weird one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I totally forgot about it until you said New Jersey for some reason. <laughs> no, fair enough. So it hits New Jersey, but they had, I like this shot of this family just sitting there watching it, and the news reports like meteor mania seems to take hold of the of the planet. And the father and this father's just sitting there, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, sometimes the meteors just like break up, uh, co- you know, coming into the yeah, yeah, you know, into the atmosphere." Uh, but this one hasn't. And I'm not d- gonna lie. If I found out a giant meteor was coming and it was gonna kill all of us, I'd have meteor fever. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd be like, finally. <laughs> finally. I eat. I would eat everything I want. Absolutely. I would do so many drugs. I don't do drugs, but I would do them <laughs> if I was going to die. Eat everything you want. Fuck everything. Why not? Mm, yes. Right? We're all going to get exploded. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, giant meteor. Needs to happen. At this point. I do like this kid, though, because he's just like, cause the father's like, yeah, this one hasn't uh, broken down. He just goes, neat. But he just looks so, like, bored. <laughs> just sitting here, just like, he's like, neat. That's me. Yeah. Neat. So uh, as all that's happening, there's a dude hanging out in the in the forest. We come to meet him later, but he's just uh-huh. hanging out in the forest being like, oh, I want to get that meteor. 
and, uh, and then we're in the Magnus uh, Robotics and Dr. Magnus, uh, the, the government's there and they're like, hey, can we use your robots to like go look at this meteor because we can't, we don't really want to send like humans. Yeah. You know, we want, we want to like get your robots all radioactive. There could be and, an alien. Yeah, there could be an alien. We just Some we go, sort of alien virus, which apparently we wouldn't care about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> considering yeah, we, we how well we've handled this alien, pandemic. We don't care if the aliens stick tentacles in your robots. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, you know, it's fine. We're just going to record that and put it up on Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. Government wants to use his robots. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, man. But the metal men themselves are They want to go. Are bored. Yes. Like, it's like we just see like panels of them. Just There's like, also like, is this the weird picture where they're introduced and like Sue just has like this metal hump of an ass? Oh, you mean platinum? Platinum, sorry. Why do I call her Sue? Because you, you might do a Sue Storm, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah. yeah she she's can. like, hey, she might be made of platinum, but don't worry, boys. She can fuck. Yeah, you could stick it there. Because uh, it's just like, ever, they're all fighting because they're bored. They're all fighting and just like, 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 uh, <laughs> God, I, now I don't want to fucking say it, but now I'm going to have to. Oh, no, you don't have to. Okay, I won't. Okay. Um, but uh, it looks like, uh, St- uh, iron and lead are doing something I've referenced on this show. Oh, your favorite thing, docking. I, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> so they're bored. They're, they're, they're sitting there and they're docking and they're having a... I understand why you love this idea of docking. I don't so love it. I just... <laughs> Sean loves docking. <laughs> are you going to be docking expert Sean Merrick? Yeah, could be on CNN. Boy, okay. If, but if, they, if, it ever mean, comes, if it ever comes into those public consciousness, you can contact me. <laughs> so, you are right, though. They they look like they are melding themselves together. Yeah, they're melding. And, and, just, and then, like, you go in the next, like, another panel, like, they're just, like, playing grab ass, like. Basically just roughhousing. Yeah, just roughhousing. They're, like, they're bored, and they want to go, and they're, like, yeah, let's go out and look for this meteor. And he's, like, no. Dr. Baggins is, like, no. You don't gonna, leave. You don't get to leave. So, I have a theory oh, okay. about the metal men. This is actually the story of a man who started a cult because this man has basically enslaved these people, robots, whatever, to do his bidding. And they think he is the best. Yeah. Even though he is a huge asshole to them. He's pretty asshole. All the time. This man started a cult. That's what this is. Yeah. yeah, It started with a steel volleyball. It did. (laughs) I think he took regular people and he dipped them in some sort of leaf paint like you know gold how you can get gold leaf yeah. and and then these people now think they're robots and they're in a cult somebody needs to help them yes i agree this is actually a terrifying story actually i think i, I think i like your version better i definitely like i think, my version I think better. They, they'd be the vertigo version of this oh yeah yeah he doesn't want them to go you know and they're and they're like well, we can think for ourselves because we like, have these responsometers or yeah. something they're like we could go or you could tell us what's going on in level 12 yeah. And he's like, I fucking hate all of you. I don't understand why Platinum keeps wanting to try to fuck me. It's real que- well, creepy. It was because... Go get the fucking meteor. He programmed the, them. So he kind of like set it up. I feel, he, acts like, he acts like it's a, like a pro, like it's a, like a bob, like a hindrance that Platinum keeps wanting to like hook up with them. But Doc's all worried about them being destroyed forever. He keeps saying that, like being destroyed forever. But if they're just computer programs, well, because it's the thing is like he, the, he, even the robot, even the robots say they're like, you know, like you've always been able to build us again. Yeah. So like, you know, if you just had the responsometers or whatever it is, you can you build us from scratch again. 
So, you know, what are you worried about? And he's like, I don't know. I'm being, I'm being real dodgy. So Doc lets him go to get the meteor. And, uh, and just as they're about to reach the meteor, a bunch of drones, like, scoop up the meteor yeah. and start carrying it away. They try to stop it. By like Mercury, like throws himself into it. Yeah, he basically like. He, well, they 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 do is, and this is something they they seem to. It seems like, I feel like they. This is the only thing they know how to do is like turn into cannons and yeah. shoot each other at things. There's also a part where like, is it Lead who looks like he's like sitting on their like floating hover thing where he kind of looks like Humpty Dumpty. Yes. What the fuck is that? Because he's encasing the meteor. As a Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Well, because what happens is so like Mercury. You know, uses his liquid, liquidity, liquidity, or whatever to uh-huh. uh, loosen up the bonds of these drones, and then Mercury, or then uh, gold turns to a net to scoop it up, and then and just to make sure it's not radioactive, they have lead just like cover it. Uh huh. So as they're doing that, Mercury's on the ground though, and this is where he runs into. There's like that dude that's hiding in the woods. And he, like, confronts him. And he's like, bro, what are you doing? And he's like, I want the, I want the meteors. <laughs> you know, he's fighting with this guy. And, and uh, the other middlemen are like, yo, let's go. So, yeah, and this is where he's got the, yeah, where it's like the Humpty Dumpty. He's basically, yeah, like, it, encasing it. Yeah. So they head back to the, uh, to the joint. And uh, this is where, uh, in order to, to uh, examine this meteor, the uh, uh, Dr. Magnus just engulfs himself in lead, like yeah. the robot, like yeah. just kind of like he wears him. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. And gross. Because that's a thing where it's like, are you just like. You just use a suit, man. Like you don't have to be inside someone else. Yeah. Like you have to become like these guys skin. Like, you, like I want to be inside you. And then he just like. Is that how he, is that how he gets them to do it? Yeah. He just whispers, I want to be inside you. And it's very disgusting. Oh, what to be inside? And then yeah, and then he uh, you know then he wears them. So he's like chopping up this meteor or whatever, and it doesn't seem to be radioactive. But Doctor Magnus is like, you know, this meteor might be pretty cool because it might allow me to create another robot. Yeah. Like, and, what and, do you mean another robot? Yeah, another metal man? And he goes, like, there's never going to be another metal man. Well, then what are you talking about? Right. Like, he's like, are you talking about sex robots? Like, what are you doing? Right. You know? And then there's, like, a, a knock on the door. So Platinum <laughs> goes to get it, and it's, like, this other scientist, right? And Well, the scientist, it's a scientist. It's the guy we see in the woods. Oh, it's the same guy. Okay. Same guy. Yeah. And it's confusing because I had to read this a few times. and I don't know. If I did not catch this. I don't know if it's because this guy is he's Asian because he's a, he's like, like Japan. I think he's from like Japan or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like I can't. I don't. What's uh, his name again? His name is Tonegawa. Yeah. Okay. Tonegawa. Tonegawa. The platinum opens the door and he just goes. So simply, I am inside the Magnus complex. I don't know why he's saying it like that. Oh, I don't know. It's very. It's a very. Is awkward. it like one of those ones where like comics try to phonetically write accents sometimes, which is never good. No. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. He doesn't here. really have enough lines for to try to figure out what's going on. But like, he's like, "Oh, I'm here." And he's like, "Oh, oh my God, is that so and so?" And he's because uh, he's like, yeah, he's he he, he sees you know he says Doctor Magnus is yeah. there, and he's like, he's like Doctor Magnus, I'm like your biggest fan. Yeah, and like 
And Dr. Magnus is like, yo, I've heard of you. Your yeah. shit is tight. And this Tonagawa is like, yo, I got a deal for you. Yeah. I want your responsible meters. Yes. Give them to me. Give them to me. I give you money. Yes. And Dr. Magnus is like, nah, man. Yeah. Ain't for sale. Tonagawa is like, we know what? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going to take him anyways. And so he sends his... Uh, his little meteor capturing drones. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're like, oh my God, that's the same drone that like tried to catch the, the... That stole the meteor. So then like the metal men try to fight it. And then is it the meteor that crashes in through the ceiling? No. This is what I was confused about. I was like, what is this thing that crashes down? No, this is another robot. This, this right here. Is this... Magnus's robot? No, this is like this dude's robot. Oh, because I thought it was part of the meteor came in through the ceiling and then there was a robot inside of it. And I was like, wait, is this the is this an alien robot? I was very confused as to where this came from. No, he has his like, he brought his own robot. Like he wrote well, his mean, like yeah. he wrote he wrote a robot to this BYOR. Yeah. yeah, it's BYOR. <laughs> and you know, he he parks it and he's like, All right. I'm going to go inside and see if I'll go buy them. Oh, I don't want to let me, or I guess if he's going to sell them to me. You don't want to sell them to me? Fine. Robot smash this wall. And so the robot comes in. So he plays rock'em, sock'em robots yeah, with the metalman. With the metalman. They start, you know, they start brawling or whatever. And the lab cannot handle this amount of fighting. Yeah. Well, basically. this is the thing where, like, uh, the metalman, again, they do another joint where they make themselves into a cab, ca- a cannon. Yeah, they do that a lot. They're always like, hey, why do I have to be another? Like, doesn't even Mercury say, like, why am I a cannonball or whatever? No, well, that's the thing when they're on the ship. Yeah. They're, on the, they're going to get the thing. And he's like, oh, so you're going to make me into a cannonball, aren't you? And, they're like, and he's like, yeah, just shut up and do it. Yeah. But this one, they actually have it where uh, iron is the cannonball. I mean, that makes more sense. Yeah. It's what we used to make cannons out of. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then Doctor Magnus, because he's an idiot. Uh huh. The the drones are flying past him. He's like, "Don't go to level 12. Like he's yelling this out loud. Right. And the dude and the dude's like, Tonagawa's like, "Oh, level twelve. That must be where like all your cool shit is." Yeah. So go to level twelve. And he's like, "No, not level twelve. And like then they kind of don't they go through the floor? Well, we're getting there. Oh, okay. Because so this is where like Doc just like. He, 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 like the metalmen are getting like, you know, thrashed by this robot and he just like runs off to like level 12 and everybody's like, yo, doc. Yeah. You know, shouldn't you like try to help us here? And he's like, level 12. Yeah. He's like really upset. And this is where I keep my sex robot. He basically, he brings about his own demise. Like if he just kept his fucking mouth shut, nobody would be bothering trying to get to level 12 right now. Not my sex metalman, I wrote. Not my sex metalman. <laughs> Again, he's vertigo, got, vertigo brand. He's got a collection of sex metalmen. So I wonder if he like dresses them up and like orders them like wigs and stuff like those people who have real dolls do. Oh, 100%. You can even buy them like clothes and stuff. I mean like regular clothes. Oh, yeah. Do I, their makeup. Well, I, bet, I bet like Platinum's like trying to get him to do that for her all the time. You know? Oh, yeah. She's like, I, I yeah. could literally fit into anything because I'm a malleable robot. What is it? Go to Cachet and buy me one of those fucking skin tight uh, bandage dresses. Yeah. Do you remember Cachet? Is it still around? I assume it's still around. It, it, was just, the, it was like malls and stuff. It's in malls, and it's usually like those like slightly, quote, fancy dresses. Oh, yeah. And they're always like very tight in like every color. Like newscasters wear them. Yeah. Rich housewives. <laughs> so bandage dresses? 
Yeah, don't you remember when the bandage? You probably don't know what this is. A bandage dress was a thing. I'm just like, thinking mummies. No, like Kim Kardashian would wear them, and like all these women wore them, and they literally look like you're wrapped in ace bandages, but they have their different colors. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you see one, I'll Google it. Once you see it, you'll be like, oh, one of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking oh. about. You've seen these. So they, they they follow after the doc, and he's over. They finally go to like level twelve, and they're like, "Wow, we've never been here." And the doc is just straight up going Rambo on these on these. Uh, on oh these yeah, he like things. fucking pulls out a gun, and he's like, "Stay away from level twelve. Da, 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 da. Like, and you're like, "Calm down," and he basically brings about the collapse of his lab. Well, yeah, because he because he starts shooting at, he starts shooting at these at these uh, drones, and then Metalman was like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah. And he's like, he's like, get away from the He starts shooting at them. And so they go into some uh, some building or some place or whatever. These uh, drones go into this, like a room and he's he's like freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I think they actually like case his whole body in like themselves. What, the metalman? Yeah, they kind of like piece each other together. Yeah, and they they're kinda, like trying to like save him or something from so, the drones. So he, um, or no, they're fighting. I think they're fighting the drones. I think the other ones are fighting the drones, but then... Some of the other metal men are chasing after Doc. Right. And they go into this room and there's a bunch of bodies. Yeah. And they're like, up, oh, they're, yeah, because they're like, I can't believe we're finally at level 12. And they're like, it is a little bit cold in here. And then they're like, oh, my God, there's bodies here. These must be like the bodies that the Doc was experimenting on or whatever. And then they realize that actually these bodies are supposed to be them. Right. And this is when Doc shoots like a support beam or something explodes and then that's where oh this is where everything the robot they were fighting and the other middlemen crash through the floor okay i kept being like when do they crash through the floor i don't know you're waiting for this crash aren't you yeah man and uh they all land on these on these on these bodies yeah and they they kill them and so like the robot and the guy like go away like they're not in this last panel because it's just the doc being really sad and being like, I've killed you again. For some reason, there's a, I think there's a coloring error because he's having this tear and you can see like he has this one blue eye. Oh yeah. 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 It's like it's all just, gross. It, but it's just all like, he's just crying, but it's just all blue. Yeah. And he's like, he's just freaking out and he's like, I've killed you all again. I guess that's what happens. Look, I kind of dig the metalman. And maybe I have I've never I've never read I've read a few, but I've never really read a lot of the uh, the original series. Right. This is just kind of boring. Yeah. In a way, mm-hmm. the metal men are just doing stuff. They're just turning into things, fighting off these robots, and it's just I don't know. It seems like it's a very like like they can do whatever they need to do. Right. They're like a lot like Red Tornado in a yes. way, where they do what they need to do. And they're they like can, Red Tornado meets Green Lantern, basically, because they're like we can form into other objects. Yeah, I mean they they turn into different things, but they also job out hard. Oh, constantly. And they constantly get like blown up or just beaten up, and they don't seem very effective. I also feel that there's, I mean, this is my personal opinion, just because I have no attention span because modern life has ruined me. But there's too many of them. I think well, just five. That's too many. You think so? They're all kind of the same. I get confused between uh, lead and iron. Because I know that there's obviously they're different metals. Yeah, I do But they're too. kind of like the same kind of composition. That's what I mean. Like I get con- Like our construction, like body, body size. Oh, when we, there's like, okay, gold. I can always tell who gold is. Obviously platinum is very easy. But then like the rest of them kind of, tin is short. Yeah. 
but then they kind of just all mix together. They don't really seem to have a lot of different personality. But maybe that's because I don't read a lot. I feel like I'm not really interested in reading them on a prolonged basis. Like maybe that's all they're good for a miniseries. Maybe. And I'm not really, but I'm not really interested in reading more of this. I just really like this cover. Oh, the cover's great. The cover looks nice. It's beautiful, yeah. (laughs) You know, um, and you know, and I was, you know, I was intrigued. You know, they bring them back. That's the thing. They're kind of like I'm trying to think of a character. Like in the '90s, they would always, you know, bring it back. You oh. know, I mean, that's the thing. They, the, the Marvel, Venom. No, Venom's always been around. I know, but I feel like wasn't it like really Venom heavy in the '90s. Oh, of course. There's like a lot of these characters where they're just constantly trying to make them work, and I feel like, oh yeah, you know, they only have like a few, like they only have like limited runs, yeah, and then they fair, go away. Fair. Yeah. Granted, now, like, comics reset themselves all the time, so it's kind of hard to keep track. That's true. Yeah. Before, it was, like, unheard of to, like, just relaunch everything. And now it's just like, you know what? We do it every two years. Yeah. Fuck it. But anyways, folks, that's it for uh, the show today. And that's it for Metalman number one from October 1993. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, and uh, fuck it, Bullhorn. And uh, also uh, check me out on other places like uh, YouTube, Angry Hero 79. Yeah, and if you really want to know what I think about the recent Law & Order Organized Crime episodes, you can read my reviews on jenstansfield.wordpress.com. Very cool. All right, folks. Uh, maybe next week. Well, I think next week we're going to try to do some uh, do a holiday book. I don't know which ones we have. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Uh, but yeah, let's we might spread some holiday cheer. And then I have like a DC or a Marvel. I know I have. I bought a couple Christmas ones. I don't know if we still have them. They're probably hanging out somewhere. Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to dig. But uh, yeah, that's that's what we'll do next week, and uh, we'll talk to you again next time, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.